Hey, we want to let you in on one of the best kept secrets in podcasting. It's called TBTL, which stands for Too Beautiful to Live. It's a daily show about two friends puzzling their way through the news and their own struggles. Hosted by Luke Burbank from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and Andrew Walsh, TBTL covers topics that range from the science of dog sneezes to fast food marketing wars. But it's more than a daily podcast. It's a dedicated community that's led to questionable tattoo decisions, cross-country meetups, and even a fan podcast. Check out TBTL on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find podcasts. TBTL, easy to love, hard to explain. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Great Danes Walk Humans. That was suggested by Krista Randall on Patreon. Uh, Next week, we're going to pick a winner for our monthly giveaway. And this time, the winner and three of their friends get to come watch a live taping of this show right here in this basement in Los Angeles. Travel and lodging will not be provided. Good luck. (laughs) Make sure to become a 420 Club member to be eligible for this giveaway. Sign up at patreon.com slash gettingdug. I'm going to be at Helium in Portland on Saturday, February 10th at 4.20, the American Comedy Company in San Diego on Wednesday, February 14th. Oh, Valentine's Day. How romantic. And Comedy Works in downtown Denver, February 17th and 18th. Both those shows are at 4.20. For more deets and dates, go to douglovesmovies.com and enjoy the show. Off. We are back in the basement with a, a newbie and an old bee, uh, both comedians. It's Rachel Wolfson and Jeff Tate, everybody. Yes. Clap for yourself, Donald Trump style. Uh, how you guys doing? All right. Great. Now, Jeff, why are you using two hands to hold your water? everything Donald Trump style. Okay, well, he would certainly wear I'm that. I'm very hat. presidential. Yeah. <laughs> I had McDonald's for breakfast. Oh my goodness. Donald Trump diet. Uh, Rachel, this is your first time on the show. Yes, I'm uh, getting dug with High Virgin. Yeah, but not anymore. It's over already. <laughs> uh, you can no longer say that. <laughs> that was it. You're here and we are live. Uh, we've got uh, a couple different uh, strains ready to go today. We've got a uh, sativa called Blue Dream that's in you know, most of these uh, pipes here on the table. And then... Uh, <laughs> We, uh, our friend, the dab master, helps helps me re- helps load him. He didn't just help; he did all of it today. I didn't do shit. <laughs> and then uh, we have an indica called Mars OG. If you're feeling, where do you stand on the whole sativa indica thing, Rachel? Uh, sativas are typically for daytime for me, and then like I'll do indicas at night. But I'm not gonna lie; I smoke OG during the day too. So, I mean, I, I smoke it all. You smoke what's passed to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, that's the alarm meaning we got one minute to get to get on it to start start smoking. So uh, pick a lighter and a pipe. <laughs> I loaded up my uh, fruit stripe bong. So I did load one thing. I'm picking this one because this guy has a mustache. That guy. 
Is that you? <laughs> it's supposed to be me, yes. <laughs> I'm going to smoke out of Doug today. Oh, no. Getting Doug with Doug. Um, all right. Well, you guys are getting into it. It's not quite 20 minutes after the hour yet, but, you know, it's very close to 420 somewhere. Ding! 420 somewhere! I mean, I figure it's probably going to take about a minute for it to kick in. Right? <coughs> Central time zone. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> is where it's for right now. <coughs> so that is perfect. <coughs> perfect timing. What's your high history, Rachel? Like, how did you uh, get started uh, smoking weed? I'm going to have my whole own high history. <laughs> Growing up, my parents told me that if I smoked weed, I would die. So I actually didn't smoke weed until I moved out of the house and went to college. And um, parents are both doctors. They're both. <laughs> they're not doctors. <laughs> I was trying to hold in a cough the whole time, and then you made me laugh, and so uh, I did both. <laughs> no, um, worse. They're Where lawyers. Where did they get this idea that it's so bad? Or they just really wanted you to not do it? Yeah, they're lawyers, so like I think it was kind of using some scare tactic, mm-hmm. you know, that that didn't really work. So. That seems like a huge backfire. Seems to me like the best way to get your kids to not smoke is to smoke it in front of them all the time. Right. And, and just be creepy parents that just sit around smoking weed. Then they'd, you'd be like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to do that. But uh, I don't even know if that would work. I think everybody tries it. And then when you try it, yeah. you, your brain and yourself decide, oh, I like this or I don't like this. Well, my parents told me the same thing about all the about all the drugs, and then when I did the weed, I, I didn't die. So I, then I did all the other drugs, and they were right about a lot of the other drugs. Like, <laughs> did probably, the weed? No, the weed was fine, but like to make it sound like it was the same, I was like, oh, this didn't do it. This wasn't bad. I'm going to do cocaine. <laughs> and that is different and worse, probably. Right. Yeah. It's basically, uh yeah, I don't get uh, It's not really the, the whole concept of marijuana being a gateway to other drugs. It's just, you're right, it's just more like, no. It's a gateway to the fridge. Other drugs, yeah, the fridge or the, you know, whatever. Alcohol. I never did. The, I never smoked a bunch of weed and then was like, I wonder if anybody else has any other drugs. Right. But I have gotten drunk and been like, okay, whatever you got. Let's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely, alcohol is definitely uh, going to impair you more. Do you have a favorite thing to do when you're high, Rachel? Uh, I like to be outside when I'm high or like go on adventures or go to like, uh, I like to go look at art or like museums and Oh my space. God, that's the only way I could handle a museum. It's <laughs> high out of my mind. I don't know. I just like to go on adventures. <laughs> if, if, if I'm high, then probably everything I'm, I'm doing is pretty much better. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a great way to describe it. Uh, you know, because, uh, you know, I was in therapy briefly uh, when I was making a movie about being high and, uh, you know, they talked me into doing it and the therapist, after four sessions, the deepest we got was me saying, it's just fun to smoke weed. (laughs) 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 That's the only thing I only way I could explain it to him. And he was like, okay, well I don't. I like going to uh, Therapy Stone. That's fun. It makes yeah. it better. So yeah. you do? I mean, I have <laughs> gone to Therapy Stone before. I don't go to therapy now, but, like, I recommend going <laughs> to Therapy Stoned. That's the only place I won't go stoned. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I therapy. open up more. It's the only relationship I'm taking seriously. <laughs> you do open up, though. I mean, it does make you say... Not make you say stuff, but you just... 
you just you're talk. You just yeah. yeah you're, you're. Yeah, but my therapist is in Ohio, and she can't be like super cool about weed. <laughs> so I try to downplay. Uh, That's crazy. You can see you go all the way to Ohio every time you have a session. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> A plane ticket, a hotel, <laughs> and and therapy. The therapy's like only ten more dollars. Yeah, it's all cheap. Like it's a sliding scale therapist. Uh, I mean, everybody started smoking, so I felt like someone should probably be talking. Yeah, you're filling the void nicely. This is this is a solid, uh, bro. <coughs> I, I took I studied communications. <laughs> I studied communications. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I did. But look how good I am at, at, at extracting information. I think you're much better at it. Yeah, I mean, that's like when I would be doing crowd work and comedy, whenever somebody would say they studied communications, I'd say, you are killing it. Mm-hmm. I can understand every word you're saying. Um, did you have a specific thing you wanted to do with that uh, degree? No, I I just like... I knew I'd figure it out. Basically, communications is just like TV making. Now that I'm high, I'm like, <laughs> you can go to school for communications. Oh, that's telecommunications. Yeah, that's different, I think. Yeah. But like, that's phones, I you're think. You're basically going to school to learn how to talk. That really is, and now what, that it, sounds that is what really it is. really dumb. No, it's not no, exactly it's not. that. I studied it's like, a bunch it's how of to talk to broad group, like how to broadcast. There's, yeah, I did. I did broadcast. I did journalism. Yeah, it's you know, not just marketing. <laughs> exactly, but it it seems it was like a lot of talking. I yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you, you know, how else are you going to learn how to do There's it? There's a lot of communicating. <laughs> yeah, you just practice by doing. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the communication was terribly clear. Mm-mm. It doesn't seem like it you walked is. away with any knowledge Nothing solid. Nothing to solid. speak of. But, uh, you know, that's the great thing about stand-up comedy is it didn't, ma- you know, it didn't matter what you studied in school. Right. Uh, I didn't even go to college, and this isn't even my first time on the show. <laughs> you had to go to college, and this is your first time. I know. I feel so wrong. bad. Everybody who tells you to go to college is wrong about everything. Nothing. You can learn everything. You could, you could do, learn everything I learned at college on YouTube and probably get on Getting Dug With High, too. Yeah. I figured that out. Anything you learn at school, you can learn on YouTube now. Right. And also, uh, the thing about learning is uh, you absorb a lot more. You're better at it when you want to know the answers. <laughs> you know? Like, the fact that so much of uh, our educational process is just forcing people to memorize a bunch of information and then spit it back out mm-hmm. in a test oh. isn't like you didn't really want to know that stuff in the first place, so you're not going to also remember it after you get past the testing I've, phase. I read somewhere that all of the all of that schooling was uh, designed to make uh, to make it so that you were like just ready to work in a factory. Like it was like all of that to memorize the memorize these tables, regurgitate it, memorize these numbers, the bells, like mm-hmm. all of that. Like ding, it's time for lunch. Ding, I got to get back. Like, right. It's They're all just, just getting just to me ready for factory you. work. Yeah, yeah. And then what happened? There's no more fucking factories, and now everyone is just jumpy, <laughs> waiting for various bells to ring. Right, but there's also aren't there uh, computers in every classroom now? It's been a while. Isn't since that I've big gone. in they school? They like kids' laptops and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like you know, 
they've got access to all the information out, that's out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, teachers can be a guide, I guess. I mean, I, one of my high school teachers was pretty fairly important to me. So, uh, you know, I don't think education's completely, uh, you know, not worth the time. <laughs> I just knew I wasn't good at it. So I got to junior college, and then I was like, oh, this shit's easy if you apply yourself. And, the, <laughs> and a little, little bit of that, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go apply myself to the job I want to do in life, which is uh, uh, be a performer. So I just, That's what I did. I, st- I went to junior college, and then I, I realized, uh, like, as, after I signed up for the second semester... I just I did my first open mic, and then by the time I did my third open mic, I was like, I'm not going back to fucking college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I never I never went up for any gigs in comedy where my degree came up at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure my parents are glad that I like started comedy after college because I'm pretty sure I, I would have done I the don't same think thing. Your parents are thrilled with much of what you're doing. No, I mean, hey, mom. <laughs> My advice is if you think you want to be a comedian, start doing it as young as possible mm-hmm. because some of the best and most successful comedians of all time were those ones that were just precocious and started when they were like 15. And they just, they're, they're amazing by the time they hit their early 20s, which is like in my case, I wasted my whole 20s figuring out how to do it. Right. You know? And uh, yeah, I didn't even do that. I just wasted <laughs> my 20s. And then in right. my 30s, I was like, I should probably figure this out. <laughs> I feel like I'm still wasting my. I'm not going to say what number, but, yeah, in That's some fair. aspect. <laughs> uh, we got to go to our first break and uh, try to sell you guys some stuff or get you to watch something. I think it's for the HBO show High Maintenance, which I enjoy. So that's a, you know. It's a, good show. You feel good about it? You feel good about the ad? Yeah, yeah. And it's not, you know, I don't think it's like blood money. Is that what you'd call it? Oh, if yeah, you I've never seen take blood money for money. something Is you don't want to do. <laughs> HBO, blood money. Uh, All right, so we got to go to break, but we will be right back. Thanks for joining us. See you soon. Is your weed dealer there for you? The guy on HBO's High Maintenance is a bike riding dealer who's also got his customers back. Sure, he provides pot, but he also acts as confidant, a shoulder to cry on, or someone to laugh with when his product kicks in. The world is complicated right now, but for every hide-under-the-covers day, there are also unexpected moments of pure joy. High Maintenance gets this. First a web series and now an HBO show with a different set of vibrant characters every episode. It will help you cope with whatever life delivers. Watch new episodes every Friday at 11 p.m. only on HBO. We're here with Jeff Tate and Rachel Wolfson, and we just watched an ad for uh, HBO show High Maintenance. I saw the season premiere. Uh, it was on in my hotel room a couple times, and um, a lot of nudity. Oh, yeah? A lot of nudity. It's, that's the show where it's like what it's like to be a, a weed dealer in New York, right? It's basically about a weed dealer. Like he, he enca- It's an anthology series where he encounters different people all the time, and you, 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 they're like short films about their lives. But uh, I think he's always around in most of the episodes. But uh, it wasn't in the nudity one. It wasn't in it a ton, I don't think. But it was also one of those things where I just caught parts of it, uh, you know, a couple of times, you know, just waiting for crashing to come on. I watch HBO shows for the nudity. I watch Divorce, just waiting for John Oliver to come on. I watched... <laughs> There's a lot of HBO shows that I watch just to get to the next HBO show. But sometimes they, you know, 
I think divorce is getting better. I didn't like it at first, but I'm, I'm getting into it now. That's exactly how I feel about it, and I've never even heard of this show. Casey I just Lutz wasn't a huge it. fan I'm right huge... when I got divorced, but it was eight years ago, so I'm coming around. I get it. You're making jokes about your actual, <laughs> that you are divorced. Okay, That's yeah. fun. That's fun, Jeff. I love divorce jokes. Mm-hmm. I'm also well, then you might love this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, just calling it divorce, it's already, like, it's starting off, like, one of the most negative experiences <laughs> anybody's ever had or could have. And uh, let's call a show that. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, it's not like it's like a vicious divorce either. I mean, they say fucked up things to each other sometimes, but it's, you know, it's two people that are, you know, somewhat likable. So there's no villain. You know, there's no. The, the, the divorce is the villain. There's nothing to satirize, really. It's just a it's just a comedy show. But I was saying earlier, Tracy Letts is in it, and I'm obsessed with Tracy Letts. Because yeah. he's the guy, he's written some uh, amazing plays. Uh, over the years, and he also, I saw him in a play one time, and he was amazing. And he's Lady Bird's dad in Lady Bird, and he's, um, is he a lawyer? He's somebody in uh, The Post, but he, but I think he's a really good actor, and I'm really, uh, and he's on uh, Divorce. Great story, Doug. <laughs> I haven't seen either of those films either. All right, well, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. I love I mean, movies. You enjoy them a great deal, but you don't race out to see ones that don't have car crashes in them. <laughs> hey, did you know Aaron Brockovich has a car crash in the very first scene? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I so that's a, that's a good one for you to watch. I saw it. I go like there's a database of movies with car crashes. That's how I know how to pick them. No way. <laughs> you liar. I'm sure there is. I but... mean, there might be. Yeah, there certainly could be in a database, but I don't think you used it. <laughs> it's an interesting thing in Aaron Brockovich because it's all in one take. She just gets into a car. It was shot in an intersection in uh, North Hollywood. She gets into a car and does like a kind of, I think she's doing an illegal U-turn, but she does like a U-turn and then some guy plows into her and it's all in it's all in one shot. So it's like, holy shit, Julia Roberts really got into a car and then really got hit? What? And that's how it starts? That's the first scene of the movie, and then nothing interesting happens for another two hours. I saw that whole movie, and I don't remember (laughs) that. There was a really unnecessary car crash and whiplash. Oh, yeah, well, because he's... Is he racing to get somewhere? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it was like... It was intense. Yeah. It's like, I'm already already stressed out about the drumming. (laughs) Yeah, the whole time. The constant (laughs) drumming's already making me stressed out. Why are you... Are you you rushing or dragging? Are you rushing or dragging? I may have brought this up on this show or my other show before, and apologies if I did, but I just got to throw it out there again. If you're watching a movie, especially if it's a low-budget movie, not a big, huge, tons-of-money movie, but any movie, if there's characters in a car and they're just having a a conversation, that car is going to get into some sort of accident. Yes, every time. It's going to be hit, or it's going to hit an animal, or it's going to go off the road, some shit's going to happen because it's so expensive and time-consuming and difficult mm. to shoot scenes in cars that the only reason to do it is if it's a plot point. <laughs> and it drives me crazy, and now I'm sharing it with you, so it'll drive you crazy. Because every time people are just talking in a car, I'm like, oh, bracing for the impact. Because it's always 
a jump it's scare. Terrible. You know, it always comes out of nowhere. You never like see like, oh, they're gonna get it, about to get into an accident. It's just, it happens. Bam. It happens so often that like I notice. I happened to watch the Ice Harvest a couple of days ago. Great movie. And there's that there's shots and cars of them driving and talking where I started to like brace for the accident and that when they use it against you there's never a wreck he's like he'll like spin on the ice but there's never a car like but he like ah, whatever that movie is good yeah they had to get yeah. around in that movie is why there's scenes in cars I guess yeah yeah, and, get, and also it's nice to get out of the cold because it's you know <laughs> they're in the middle of an ice harvest yeah that's bad yeah that's a lot of eyes. <laughs> All right. Rachel Wolfson and Jeff Tate, it's time for me to ask you. Marijuana knows something? I'm going to ask you guys a question that I do not know the answer to. These are tricky questions. Have you done this before, Jeff? No. Okay. Um, we'll all try to figure it out together. Okay. Well, it sounds like it's going to be some sort of trivia, and I, I've done that before. Yeah, but it's not... You know, it's more like trick questions. You'll see. All right. What is unique about the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog? Oh, I know the answer to that. You do? I think this is like one of those ones that is out there that it sounds familiar to me. What do you think it is, Jeff? It's got all the letters of the alphabet. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I see a Z in there and a Q. And an X. Mm-hmm. All the big... Rarely used letters. All right. Well, we we well, certainly figured that one there out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was I'm not like, hard at all. I'm like the guy from like National Treasure. If all the clues before? were real stupid for like babies, I'd be like a dope ass National Treasure guy. Like I fucking solved this one. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code for babies. That's me. <laughs> so you'd never heard that before. You just figured it out from me saying it. You're like a super genius. No, I probably heard that before. I would yeah. not assume yeah. okay. that I knew that. <laughs> like, let's assume that I've heard it. Okay. All right. That might be one of the, uh, like, three or four times we've gotten the answer right, because these are tricky questions. I was like, it, it, they're so judgmental about the dog. Like, what makes the dog so lazy? I was really into the sentence, not the actual. Right. Yeah, you were checking like, out gosh, the content. You know, maybe the, the dog wasn't lazy. Maybe it just, you know, took a nap. It was out running all day but i'm Maybe so glad i didn't tell you what i was sclerosis really thinking you know? <laughs> <laughs> my first thought was because because i got to look at it as i was reading it is my first thought was like the first letter of each word's gonna spell something mm, one of those mm-hmm. deals but uh, uh you know i mean i knew what it was but also there's a one with a fox where they have to get them across a river i wonder how many sentences you could even create that have every letter because also does it has some letters more than once right yeah yeah so it seems like then it's probably impossible to do a sentence that doesn't repeat some letters Mm -hmm. to get them all in there but uh, i wonder how many other sentences can be written like this one or maybe you know I mean, this is a pretty sweet sentence. The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. That sounds like the tagline to a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> it's true. Like, is there, are they saying the dog's lazy because he wouldn't move? And, he had, and then the fox had to jump? 
They and had how to did they find out the dog was lazy? Because they couldn't say zany. <laughs> they should have said zany and got the Z and the Y in there that way. I just, how I about they were... the, uh, oh, oh, why not call it a zebra dog? Yeah, or just a zebrog. <laughs> a zog. All right, so. Uh, I'm a super genius. Let's see how you do on this next one. We need to WD-40 or something, these, uh, <laughs> these chairs. Marijuana knows something? Oh, shit. Math time. <laughs> How many years is a billion seconds? I was never good at math. Yeah, this is a... This is a hmm. One time I made my mom take me out of math in high school. Or, like, I was like, I, I can't take this class. Like... I was like, please tell them I can't take geometry. I can't do it, which is. And then what happens when they take you out of there? Don't you need it for your. Uh... I just like switch me with something I'm good at. No, there's a secret business math class that they don't tell you about. They just push you into the hard ones and like they make you take math classes until you're till you can't do it. And then you're like, well, this is where I peaked. And then they go, oh, by the way, there's a business math one. Like they don't tell you about they don't. It's just like how to work a cash register and stuff. <laughs> but like, they don't tell you about that when you're a freshman. They want to see if you could do it. Okay, so there's six. <laughs> how many years? Oh, I forgot about <laughs> this. She one. wants to figure this out, Jeff. I'm like, it's I'm very confusing because time Jeff is Jeff would rather metric. do a billion rips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a billion seconds? Well, okay, there's 60 so seconds in a minute. So uh, how many minutes are in a year? Yeah. There's 60 minutes in an hour, and there's 60 hours in a week. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is <laughs> happening? What I mean, I could maybe figure this out with a calculator, but is that cheating? <laughs> um, do I'm calculators say, go to a billion? <laughs> I'm going to say uh, 69 years. <laughs> Very good. Is that right, too? You got that one right? No, I didn't look yet. I was, oh, just, okay. I, was just, I was just entertained by his childish answer. I mean, it's probably right. <laughs> I mean, just ballpark it. Mm-hmm. Like, how long How long has this mm-hmm. show been going? How many seconds? 69 but there's a lot of seconds. seconds. There's a yeah, lot of seconds in this. <clears throat> uh, 420 years. <laughs> I don't think they're giving me questions that are... Uh, I want to say... Keyed toward a humorous weed... 40 years. Reference. 40 years? That's not even an educated guess. That's just a number, I guessed. Oh, I'm going to, you know, sometimes these things are crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say it's one year. What if it's just one year? Yeah. That'd be crazy. We were off by like It's like It's like 40 10 years. months. <laughs> How many years? We were is off a by 40 seconds? billion seconds. I mean, there's 60 seconds in a minute. And there's 60 minutes in an hour, and there's right. 60, 60 hours in a times month. 24. I'm going to agree with Doug. I'm going to change my answer. I, I agree think you get Doug. to a billion seconds pretty quick. Oh, man. I've been counting them out since we got here. Yeah. It'll take forever to get to a billion. I'm only at like 700 since the show started. Seeing you with that Lebowski pipe, I just think you should be you know, drinking a White Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm wearing Peeing the, on the carpet. do you want to, mind if I do a J shirt? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the answer. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
69 years. Come on. 32 years. Yeah. We both were right. It was exactly as without going over. You were the closest without going over. So if it was Price is Right style, I would win. But you can find. I've already lived a billion seconds. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what, Doug? A billion seconds ago, I saw Fletch in the theater with my dad. Roughly. Okay. If it's 32 think, years, yeah, I was like say, seven. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to be a, be- a billion seconds years old. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can find the Marijuana Know Something segments on Now This Weed. Oh, I know, right? (laughs) I saw what you did there. You've seen those videos on Twitter where it's like now this, and they're really cool little videos where they have uh, they have uh, my friend works for them captions for everything. So if you you can watch with the sound off, and uh, yeah, and they they do now this weed. They do weed reporting, which brings me to bringing this up. You guys want to do some pot topics? Pot topic. Yeah. Um. It's a pretty big one that just broke. It's not even on one of these cards. What? Yeah. We have breaking topic? Breaking. I mean, everybody that has <coughs> Twitter and stuff probably knows it already, but um, the uh, San Francisco is immediately absolving everyone of their past mm-hmm. marijuana mm-hmm. Uh, infractions or imprisonments or whatever the fuck. Wow. Like, they're just going, hey, now it's legal, so you shouldn't be arrested for something that's legal. They should give them free weed for their time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> with interest. Like retribution. <laughs> I could have smoked so many fucking joints. <laughs> yeah, catch up, you guys, that are just joining the uh, smoke force again. But uh, but that was really good to see that, and uh, I hope more places, like, you know, this is that's San Francisco, you know, they're pretty... Uh, yeah, people are I still hope getting... Houston does it soon, because yeah. my court date's on February 26th. <laughs> really? For weed? Yeah. What oh, happened? Shit. I got pulled over. Okay, tell her the rest of the story in a second, because we got to go to a break, and I, like a, I love a good cliffhanger. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey! What's up? We're here in the basement and we're joined by Taylor Rizzo, the Dab King, a.k.a. Dab Master General. Uh, That's me. That's him. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. And uh, we still got uh, Jeff Tate and Rachel Wolfson hanging in strong. We were just talking about San Francisco and the changing of the laws, and, and then Jeff blurted out that something happened to him in Houston, that he hopes they change the laws there, which... Seems incredibly unlikely that that'll happen, <laughs> uh, especially in the amount of time you need it to happen. So what happened? You just got pulled over while driving through Houston? Yeah, man, I was driving to Houston to do the show, and uh, I, I, forces outside my control conspired against me to make me look uh, guilty and weird. So he's like, he happened to Did be Did you right. look and sound like you do right now? No, I wasn't. I wasn't high. I had, I had been driving for ever. So you were tired. Yeah, and I. Well, what did he pull you over for? Speeding? 
Yeah, going uh, 65 and a 55 on a on ramp on one of those fucking crazy like they got those roads that go beside the highway. Right. Yeah, the frontage and then roads you just or whatever like, they call them. And then like, all, but then there'd be like there won't be a way on the highway for a while, and then boom, there is right there, pow. And you just got to jump on. So I I gunned it, and the guy he saw me, but he had been pacing me earlier. And 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 uh, that, so that bugged me. That, that kind of fucking so skipped me out. But so he just gave you a ticket, and you have to go in and, or did he give you a DUI? No, he just gave me a ticket for possession. It was in my backpack. So what a difference does it make? Oh, he found weed on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't be. Uh, so what can they do to you when you go back? You just have to uh, appear like, before a judge and I pay a fine t- like, or something. I got a call or whatever, and like. It's a court date, like a speeding ticket. Like, if I want to contest it, I can do can that. Can you just, like, tell them that the, the like, entire left side of the country says it's okay? Nah, he didn't go for that. Uh, it's hard to convince people in Texas that they're wrong. Like, maybe we could get, up. like, no, signatures. No, I mean, he was all right. I think it's up to, like, cow. 72% or something. If we really had think a... That, you know, we should just be... Uh, yeah. yeah, you could just Survey, drop, num- yeah. drop statistics to the judge, you, and then maybe we can get signatures from, like... West Coast judges somehow, like a judge, you know? Oh, East Coast, boy, West Coast. We can start a judge campaign. Or the motherfucking. You know? <laughs> we'll save Jeff you. Jeff just wants to keep his head down. I would be the Roe versus Wade for Texas weed. Like, that's. Fucking, I would never. I would never. I don't want to be the never. baby that didn't get aborted it, in this but, scenario. Well, an incredibly influential activist. Uh, this is another pot topic. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dennis Perone died uh, last weekend in San Francisco, but he's uh, he's one of the people that uh, got uh, he co-wrote California Proposition 215 that really got the ball rolling in California and then uh, elsewhere because California sort of led the way, even though it took us longer to legalize in other places. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, rest in peace, Dennis. R.I.P. Yeah, exactly. Um, Canada, oh Canada, uh, they uh, weed's getting cheaper. I guess <laughs> the price is dropping <laughs> in Canada for reasons uh, I'm not even gonna get into because it's so. It's I'm looking at it. It's too complicated. It probably has something to do with supply and demand. Yeah, exactly, exactly, Jeff. Like if you go far enough into it. Yeah. It just boils down to that. Oh, thank you. Did you what take was your that guess business math that? class? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what was your guess on that question earlier, the math question? 69 years? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so what do you, how do you guys feel about dabs? Oh, I won't uh, turn down a dab. Yes. Yeah, my kind of now answer. Now we are talking. I'm not, I don't, like, dab every day. So, like, to me, it's like a science project. So I'm just, like... Yeah. What do I do here? You it's know? fun to dabble. Well, yeah. Luckily, I'm here and you don't have to do anything. I'm dab curious. Get high. I might have done one since the last time I saw Taylor, but generally I, I just do them here. And it's a pretty safe environment. I like environment. baby dabs. You know what I mean? Like diet dabs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We yeah, got Give it. her one without all the carbs. Okay. Calories, yeah, exactly. The aspartame version. Give her yeah. a no, no yeah. bread one. But Jeff's sitting there thinking about this. What, and where are you at with dabs? Uh, the last time I smoked a dabs, it was uh, I got too high. It was the only time that had ever happened, so I'm a little gun shy. What is but 
Uh, that is green crack. It feels, I mean, it now, I mean, you call it green crack, you smoke <laughs> it like that. Right? Like, I get the, that's what the, when it just seems like a lot further away from what I like about smoking weed. It's like, y'all, it's I a will, lot of science. It's it like, is. it's got the pageantry of heroin. But right, the, but without the needle in your arm. The right. thing is that... <laughs> but who likes just the pageantry of heroin? Well, but, you know, I, th- I think you the gadgetry it. of it is fun, but it's going to get, you know, they're going to make more and more portable, portable versions of it. Like, if you know Elon Musk, there's a gun now that he made that you can just shoot at the thing. It's very handy. <laughs> Easier to work with than the than the torch that he uses. The guy that made up the, the Tesla car? Yeah. yeah. He made up a gun that... He made up, like, sold, a, yeah. like it's a... Uh, what do they call it? Like a personal flamethrower? Yeah, or something just like, like that? A, a portable, easy to use consumer like version a of a flamethrower. So this guy is like a real life pinky in the brain. Oh, <laughs> like I love that cartoon. He's like always coming up. He's like Stewie, but for real. He's like yeah. both of them, genius and people this think that he's <laughs> trying to start the zombie apocalypse to sell those. The California is already trying to stop sale of them because of our whole wildfire problem. Yeah. Like you don't need like toys that the point is that flames shoot out of well, them. They, he already sold 3.5 million worth of those things that I read <laughs> Where yesterday. are you using, where do people, what do you, what are, they're taking them to Target like because they have <laughs> yeah. something to prove. Exactly. It's not, re- it's like, like you're an idiot. That'd be interesting. Purse at the club or something, you That'd know? Like just a bunch of exactly. Exactly. shitty Forget uncles. a rape whistle. Let me tell you about the flamethrower. You know, just it's a big ass. It looks kind of like a you know one of those ridiculous squirt guns. It's yeah, like really, super that would be buff, great if so Elon Musk did that. It was like I'm just giving these to incoming freshman women. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. In the entire world, dads and they are just buying put them it for their there, daughters. Like, Let's jumpstart this beat, would be being awesome. nice to girls all the time. Yeah, thing. let's make sure Dudes every one of them. You're gonna get trains of women holding fl- their flamethrowers. Yeah. That's that's pretty dope. Yeah, uh, oh man, you just gotta you just gotta hear that story on the news once mm-hmm. before that town shapes up. If you don't bring my daughter home by nine, I'm gonna flame your ass. You know, it just she sounds... will. No, it's, you be, I better be home by nine, or I'm gonna flame your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, they can say it however they want. It's up to them. The point is, they have the flamethrowers. I don't know how safe I'd feel just walking around not with my own flamethrower. Yeah, just yeah. In case. You kind of have no, it. You kind of, now you know. Now you know. Oh, you just got it. You just got it. That's how they feel. <laughs> now they got flamethrowers. And you're like, oh, is this how chicks felt the whole time? God damn it. But I guess an answer to the question, yeah, I'll I'll smoke a dab, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you should. All right, do it. I mean, I heard it was delicious. <laughs> you don't have to say smoke a dab. You could just say I'll I'll dab. Let me. And you can just let me say like this <laughs> is my first dab. This is my first real life like I got too old for the thing. <laughs> like that was my first true like oh, I'm a fucking grandpa. <laughs> like like I'll, I'll do a dab like that. Like I said it wrong. It's, no, I think you're not. There's no right. judgment. You're already, no, I know, you're already pretty high. It's not going to make you that much higher. You're already. Oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm just thinking about how I said it, like how a dad would say it. Yeah. Are you guys doing dads, dabs? Dads. In there? Are you guys smoking a Smoking dabs? the dabs? Yeah, you're, you're old enough to have children. What do I do? I just smoke it. Yeah, just smoke it. While he does that, I'm going to say this alcohol sales dropped 15% in states with medical marijuana laws. Sounds about right. Boom. Take that, alcohol. 
Because, you know, it was always, people were always saying that alcohol companies were the ones that spent most of the money on those uh, anti-pot ads mm-hmm. that you used to see all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, fuck. They also... <coughs> I, used, I used to always say, they're not going to take that big of a, uh, you know, they're not going to lose, lose that much in sales because plenty of people that smoke weed also like to drink. And it's not like when you're high, you go, oh, I, I can't drink, I'm high. Like, if you like to drink, you'll still do it. But... You know, seems like maybe they were they had a reason to be worried about it. Dude, what if it's just me? Like, what if it's the two years that I quit drinking has made the 15... Like, it just looks like it was legal weed is what did it. But That's it's how much drinking just, you were doing? Yeah, what if I was doing... I was responsible for that. And I, I do take advantage of the legal weed, so you can blame it on that if you want. Okay. Legal weed. I bet I'd had, like... I bet I was 1% of it. How did it go for you, your dab experience? I think it's still happening. It tasted <laughs> pretty good. It is delicious. It makes me think that whatever I did that other time that I thought was a dab <laughs> might have been something fucking what, dumb. <laughs> something, Probably. Something that wasn't right. I mean, that was the one time you you've ever gotten crack and you're walking around going, dab is too much. Yeah. That wasn't green crack, I don't think. Yeah. Guys, I've actually smoked. I know what crack is. Tastes like, I can tell the difference. Does crack taste good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, you wouldn't think so, and it doesn't immediately. But then immediately it does. Then it's like immediately the best. Not so immediately, don't do it. but immediately. A lot of immediacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me do a dab, please. And we got to get your plugs in, you guys, because the show, we have a hard out at the end, and I don't, I don't want to, you didn't, as Howard Stern likes to say, you didn't come here for your health, although, you know, weed is medicinal. Rachel's going to be at the Brea Improv February 6th with Don Hefty. Hefty, Hefty, Hefty? Yep. Who's that? Do, Don I, Hefty? do I know him? Probably. Okay. He um, sounds like a fat Don Henley. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like if the like, mad magazine is doing a parody of the eagles and they're all fat I, never, I apologize I, sounds I, like I, the I, name of this bong <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are the other guys in the eagles fat Don Felder and fat Glenn Fry and uh, fat Timothy Dushman. no Glenn Fry's you don't have to change much there to make him Glenn a fat Fry's? joke yeah, Glenn no. Fry's. <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go Just a regular dab and fool now, Doug. Dab and I can't dab. believe how quiet three comedians were while I was doing that. <laughs> it was a. Uh, but I, I was, was so loud in my head. It was the weirdest thing. I had. I had the best conversation, really, up there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. I might do a second one today. What? What? Can I light this? Follow Rachel on Twitter. No, we can't smoke in here. Uh, <laughs> she's <laughs> she's oh at Wolfie Comedy. <laughs> and she's also Wolfie Memes on uh, Instagram. I am. I got to follow Wolfie Memes. I only follow Wolfie Comedy. Thank you. YouTube.com slash The Bud. What's that about? Um, My best friend and I, we have a YouTube channel that's um, all about weed. Okay. And it's... 
YouTube.com slash the bud. So. Yeah, the T H E B U D D. Yeah, the bud. <clears throat> Jeff Tate's new album's called People Are What People Make Them, and it's available on iTunes and Amazon. He's going to be at the Skyline Comedy Cafe in Appleton, Wisconsin on February 9th and 10th. And you can go to justanotherclown.com for his other tour dates. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Our show that we did live from the Troubadour with uh, five uh, comedians on stage all just getting high in front of an audience, uh, that is going to drop on YouTube.com slash Doug Benson on Saturday, February 3rd. That's this upcoming Saturday at 4.20 Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. And our next live show is going to be Tuesday, February 6th at 2.15 Pacific Time. So six days from now. Hopefully we'll be doing like one a week for, for a while. I think I'm too high. <laughs> but like I'm into it this time. Yeah, compare it to the last time. What was the difference in the no, last time? No, I think I finally got I think I finally got high. <laughs> like it's like that. Like What's yeah. the weed like where you live? It's a lot of it is what I uh take from here. Yep. It's, uh, it's not bad. It's actually pretty good. I think everybody just gets weed <laughs> sent to them, and then you just buy it from somebody there. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of weed in illegal states now is just California weed or Colorado weed that's been mailed. Or, they mm-hmm. say it. They'll be like, I got Blue Dream, and I'm like, how did you get Blue Dream? <laughs> yeah, how do you know? It's like, how oh, do you know? My you're, cousin you're shipped it to lying. me. <laughs> when I was buying weed, it was like, you want 50 shit or 60 shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there used to be a guy named Larry that would come to the hotel I worked at, and he sold $50 halves because they were garbage. Bad Larry. <laughs> yeah, bad Larry. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Jeez, $50 half. Yeah, go ahead. It doesn't feel pa- like pass there's... Pass that bad um, Larry around. It doesn't feel like there's uh, bad weed anywhere anymore. No, no. You know, people still like to say that there is, but... Uh, Can I just say the worst weed I've ever smoked was in New Jersey, and it was brown, but I did what I had to do oh, of course <laughs> of course it was going to be new jersey how do you think springsteen could write those songs the first time i bought Damn weed yeah, it's all about i was bad at it the first time i bought weed in jamaica it was uh just no good at all and then they legalized weed in jamaica and then it was great because basically they were just selling fake weed the first time around <laughs> because it was legal to sell real weed <laughs> God. that's so crazy <laughs> Because that's got to be that's going to be a lesser offense in the drug world of drug dealing if you're selling drugs that aren't Fake real. Like, there's no real drugs in there. I had a friend when I was in middle school. That's more like just fraud. Yeah, he got <laughs> caught selling oregano to young kids, and they couldn't. Nothing happened <laughs> because it wasn't because they weren't. It wasn't drugs. I hope I'm not giving anyone a terrible idea. <laughs> well, I guess, oh my dude. god! <laughs> but it seems like yeah. It but it's like, the entire plot of that movie Go, and that movie's pretty good. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. Speaking of going, see you next yep. time. <laughs> Just a reminder to check out brand new episodes of High Maintenance. Join the guy, a bike riding dealer, as he provides pot and companionship to a different set of vibrant characters each episode. New episodes every Friday at 11 p.m. only on HBO. HBO.